Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the holiday extravaganza of Fresh Talk. Talk, talk. That's really loud. Yeah, yeah, well, it happens, you know. I'm feeling good tonight. That's good day. Hey, Dan, we are in the house. Not only are we in the old school Fresh Talk house of Archive Studios, tonight we have a special guest who... in the house? In the house. Is he calling from upstairs? Let's not even wait to tell him who it is. Let him introduce himself. Who do we have tonight, Kai? Dodzy Claus. Yes! Yay! Yes, yes. The Krampus himself is in the house. <laughs> I love that you said, who do we have, Kai? I know. That was, that was a gag. That was a gag. That was a gag. Well, yes, Kai is here because there's big shit going on that only Kai can give us. And when I say only Kai can give us the down low on, actually, at this moment in time, Quite only frankly, Kai. only Kai can give us the down low on this. It's big. You know what we're going to be talking about. But before we get there, let's catch up with everybody. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dan, it's been a little bit since we did one. It's been it's been some time. It's been a few weeks. Okay. We're still here. We're still alive. All yep. is well. Yep. Tis the season, though. Shit is just crazy. Oh, man. Is it just so I, – I am so busy, and I am so broke. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. That is that is December to me, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Busy and broke. It's crazy. There's a thousand freaking things going on. There's all this shit to do. It's remarkable. It's it's just well, so busy. What's amazing is that only one of those things makes sense for you being unemployed. Mm-hmm. So, no, I have quite. Man, I'll tell you, I'm like a Jamaican <laughs> man. I got a lot of jobs, man. I got a lot of jobs. I feel like the New Year's really feels good, not because it's a New Year starting, but just because it's the end of fucking December. Like, it's yeah, so you're just like, oh, God, the whole, everything's yeah. over. And that's, what's, that's what, why we're so lucky to be in California, because for a lot of people, it means, oh, my God, I'm going to freeze my balls off for like three straight months and snow. But for us, it's like, oh, things slow down. Yep. Yeah. And the weather's still nice. Yep. But yep. El Nino is supposedly coming. That's what everybody Do you buy into this? Because the last El Nino wasn't too exciting. I will believe it when I see it. Yeah, always. We're just going to get a lot of rain, right? If Uh, if it is as they're saying, it's not just a lot of rain. It's a... It's going to be torrential a, a metric fuck ton of rain. Let's just say, I'm going to say this. I commute up the coast. I u- take the coastal route about 45 miles or so directly along the coast. Every day. Every day through Malibu, which is one of the wealthiest beach communities in, in California. Um, the boo, as losers call it. The boo. I would say, I'm not exaggerating, that probably two in ten homes right now along PCH and Malibu are for sale. There is a for sale sign. Because people want to get out of there before the, the slides come? Out. Yeah, because there's a... I, I imagine mm. that the amount of, amount of money to reinforce their house to ensure it will not, you know, it has proper drainage and all that mm. is probably so much that they're just saying... And a lot of those, a good percentage of those are just seasonal homes. So so you're, saying, you're saying they're underwater? <laughs> I just feel like people are like, uh, you know, we only come Dan, here. Dan was a huge fan of his own joke. There. <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, people are so definitely people are getting worried. Panicking. They're getting worried. Yeah, if you don't yeah. know what the hell we're talking about, um, there's a big, uh, every 20 years, a huge rain, current, storm. It's actually every four, but it doesn't really ha- it doesn't really materialize that well. Okay, but every 20, it's supposed to come heavy, because the last one was like, in, in or maybe 90s. 17 years or something like that. That's that's the locusts. Yeah, okay. But anyway. <laughs> it's this is com- like rain it's, locusts. It's coming. <laughs> the rain is coming to California, and, and we've had a huge drought. It's been really dry out here, and we're supposed to get tons of rain. Yeah. Kind of, I heard January through April. That's what I've heard. Uh, that's, and that's when it's typically big here, and all yeah. the signs are pointing to it being a really big, El Nino year, but we'll see what happens. I mm. mean, if the waves this last week were any indication... It could be fucking crazy. Oh boy, I wow. caught, I saw some Did of you? that. That oh. was crazy. I don't yeah. know. Did you catch any of that oh, guy yeah. being down there? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the venture pier caught cra- damage, yeah. crashing over the pier, there knocked down some palm trees. Waves that were as high as the pier. Yeah, I saw that. Crazy, in, which does insane. happen. It was the same thing. They they closed PCH because the waves were coming up on overlock. Because the highway, for those of you that don't know, what we're talking about there's a highway that travels across California. Like I said, from Ventura County to Los Angeles goes 
more further north and further mm-hmm. south, but that area is right along the water. Like literally, if you make a right off of it, you go into the water. Yeah. So there are waves coming up on the the PCH. You had to mm-hmm. shut it down. Wow, that's why I stopped swimming and learned to surf. Oh, well hey, <laughs> look at that musical reference. Oh, God, that record is the best huh. thing ever. Both of you are responsible for it. I was a goddamn fool for not listening to you. It, uh, The record we're talking about is uh, Super Chunks, Her Majesty. Yep. Her Majesty Shredding. Her Majesty Shredding. If you're listening to this, stop. And you've never heard Her Majesty Shredding. Just by Majesty Shredding. Majesty Shredding by yep. Super Chunk. Literally, I think it's one of the best records in the past 20 years. It's I a masterpiece. It is fantastic. Yeah, it's one of the best like power pop period ever pound for pound so good so good but we've all been busy we've all been running around i haven't uh seen kai in a while i haven't seen kai in quite a while when was the last time i don't even last time i saw kai he stormed out down the street in santa monica in a rage (sighs) never to be seen again well until today yeah (laughs) yeah i've got a bit of a (laughs) Uh angry drinking problem (laughs) Uh uh what were you what were you raging on is that something we can chat on i don't know because i I I wasn't conscious i can tell you was Apparently, he up, was he upset that he's white? Here's again? the gist of it. Kind is. of. Here's the gist of it. S- apparently, and I believe this, somebody was blasting like bad electronic music, and they had their window rolled down, and I decided to take it upon myself to tell them that that was a bad idea oh in a much less than polite way, mm. and somehow did not manage to get my ass kicked. Wow. Which seems insane, and then managed to also walk home. Whilst at some point stopping at two other bars, oh Jesus! <laughs> I only know because I found the receipts in my pocket wow. the next morning, and then making it home and letting myself in the house and getting into bed and w- like I woke up with my teeth brushed like in my pajamas, and I was just like, "Man, that was a crazy night, man. Was what happened? That was crazy, Benny Hanna." And then Melinda's <laughs> just like, "My wife is like, um, yeah, it wasn't really Benny Hanna that was crazy." And I was like, "What do you mean?" Uh-oh. And then, yeah. Yeah. Which is a bit of a pattern in my life. <laughs> um, what's always marveled me about you when you've uh, rocked on quite hard in the past, you always find a way to brush your teeth and put your PJs on. Yeah. I've seen you in, in conditions that most people would be like, okay, just find a corner and die for 12 hours. And you don't do that. You always, no matter what's occurring, like epic proportions of violence could have occurred throughout the past hours, and you'll still, hmm, well, it's time to brush my teeth and put my PJs on. It's yeah. like... How did he just manage uh, constantly? I it's know. impressive. It's, and my dentist tells me the same thing. Like I remember when we were touring a lot. He's like, "So do you like, you know, do you have tiny dudes or you don't?" I'm like, "No, no, I brush my. Trust me, every no matter. I was like, doesn't matter what state I'm in. I I brush my teeth. It's impressive. Respect on that. Well, we've been very busy. Kai's been in. <laughs> uh, he's been in a drunken haze. He's been in a walkabout <laughs> down in Santa Monica. Yeah, that's, I've taken it easy since then. Waltzing Dodzy, waltzing Dodzy, we'll go waltzing Dodzy again. As he sang, as he sat with his Billy in his Billy Club. Sorry, I didn't get the word right. <laughs> anyway, hey, never mind that. We, we, I, Dan, do we do we want to do some raves or do we just want to get down to business? Why the people are here? I got I got one quick one I'd like okay. to do. Okay, cool, cool. Dan, give us your pick of the week slash rave slash. It's it's you know we're we haven't recorded in a while, so uh-huh. this is a week behind schedule. Okay. Should have uh, been my rave last week. Had we recorded, but it, it's fucking punchline. Their record came out. Oh, yeah. and it's fucking awesome. And Go awesome. get it. Oh, is it good? It's good. It is. One I'm of their in love best? with like half of it. Okay. It's called I'm not thrilled. in love with all of it. It's called Thrilled. Yes, thank you. Better than 37 Everywhere? I think that's their masterpiece. It's really different. It's very different. Oh. It's They're different than anything they've ever done, in my opinion. There's a couple songs that don't sound like Punchline as we knew them back when we toured with them. There are a couple that really, really do. And you're okay. like, oh, that's Punchline, I remember. Their other stuff is still really good. I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. They've grown certainly grown up. I mean, yeah. they do. That's But that's what I love about the band is they really do. do what they want. 
Yeah. Their records, always all their records sound different. They're not afraid. And this record's exactly that. It's, They're not afraid it anymore. It still sounds like punch. <laughs> still yeah. sounds like punchline, but it, it it is definitely a different vibe. I yeah. just respect them the, like, the most. Those are bands. They're on band. tour right now. They are playing. Baltimore tonight, I believe. Oh, they're doing some shows, huh? Yeah, they're wow. doing an East Coast tour. Because they're kind of all split up. They're not in the same locale anymore. Yeah, they're all in Pittsburgh except or and Stranding York, except for Steve. Mm. It lives in, in Nashville. Nashville, right? Yeah, but Steve and, and Chris are the the yeah the backbone. Of and it. Corey, the drummer, he's been around a while. Hey, that's a good rave. That's definitely a good one. Yeah, and um, they, Chris does a podcast called Men in Their Thirties. Yeah, which is really really good. We should yeah. probably do. It's a great name for a joint podcast. joint podcast yeah. with them at some point. Men yeah. in their forties. <laughs> <laughs> Men in their thirties and forties. <laughs> um. I, I'll have a rave myself. Um, All right. And Kai knows this one's coming because I already raved to him a little bit. But as you know, I'm a huge Rocky fan. Rocky is my favorite movie of all oh, time. Yeah, you, they have yeah. they have extended the franchise with a Creed. movie called Creed. We were pumped about which this is last about, time we recorded. Yeah, which is the son of Apollo Creed. I'm just pissed off because when I saw that they were making a movie called Creed, I assumed it was a Scott Stapp biopic. Right. As anyone would. Absolute many did. bullshit. Um, and much like I tweeted multiple times to say, everybody check out at Creed. Well, let's, <laughs> it's not the movie. So a bunch of people thought I was a Creed fan, and I was excited to be followed by at Creed fans. Welcome so. to my world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I, I mean... Again, you got to like the Rocky movies. If you don't like the Rocky movies, there's no need to go see this. But Stallone is in it. Stallone, I think, did an excellent job. I really do think he could deserve a nomination. He, he got, got a Golden Globe nomination. Golden Globe nomination for Best Supporting Actor. They were loyal to the series. They kept a lot of the charm, but they modernized it at the same time. It was it was a great... I had fun. I went. I got choked up. I was emotional. <laughs> I cheered. But I'm a sucker for it. Like I told Kai, he asked me how it was. I'm like, dude, you're kind of asking the wrong guy. Like... Bearing, it's just Stallone taking a shit for a minute. You know, you'd keep it real though. You would, but you would love Stallone taking his shit for a minute. Like you could just film him taking a shit, and you'd be pumped on it. You'd keep it real though. You'd go, well, it wasn't his best, but there's some cool moments. But, but, uh, well, the shit that we're talking about. Would he do like the Rambo, like, (laughs) like in the middle of the shit? I suppose who's, it depends on who's directing, really. Then I'd watch it. <laughs> of course I, I like would. that idea, like where he's Rambo, he's got the headband on, he's kind of sweaty. Like <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah so. I got that sweaty jungle sweat. Working real hard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, first blood. Oh, Car- Part two. <laughs> <laughs> he's carving his easy. name in the small wall with that big Rambo yeah. knife. Yeah. <laughs> John was here. Instead of the wall of mud that he emerges from, it's a wall of <laughs> <laughs> It's a wall of poo. You just see the <laughs> eyes come out. Yeah. Just like a little piece of corn on his forehead. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you got so me good. I, I loved Creed. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And uh, Kai, do you, do you have a rave you want to contribute? I, I do. I do. Something I, that I you're came loving? prepared. I am absolutely in love with last Friday was the release of R. Kelly's latest effort. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. It's called The Buffet. And it is essentially another concept record. Wow. All about his prowess as fucking, a lot more about pussy eating, and he has gotten it's his most explicit record. Usually he That's just, a that's an intense thing to say. But usually he writes a bunch of songs about fucking, but he never says the word fuck or pussy. He works around it. You has know? he descended into madness he, or is he a genius? Like what is that guy? Dude, there some of the lyrics on this, I mean it's the it opens with a poem about how hard he's going to fuck this girl and all like a poem spoken word is that the the pussy that he married in the last album or oh no he's he's apparently now on the rebound oh okay he's passed he he is because he's back and i mean but he's 
explicit. He's saying pussy and fucking and I, I think like, he's insane. You you love what he does. But, but do you love it as a novelty or do you actually enjoy it? Both. <laughs> I do love the novelty of it and I laugh out loud when I listen to it the first time because some of the lyrics, again, the lines are clever but ridiculous. Yeah. You're a fan but of the outlandish. I also really do think that he writes good songs and he's a good musician and his he's an incredible singer and he's a he plays a lot of the instruments. He's really a good musician and he does write really, really good R and B songs. Mm. They just also happen to be funny a lot of the time. Wow. It's sort of a and this is his best song-wise. To me, this is his best record in, in close to a decade as far as – because he went off and did some, like, doo-wop-y kind of stuff. And he tried some other things, but wow. he is back to songs Our. about fucking. His last album was called Black Panties. This I makes Black that. Panties seem quite tame. Uh-huh. The Buffet, R. Kelly. There's a deluxe edition with some extra songs. Just do it. <laughs> deluxe edition. He does that with all his records. I just wonder who buys that kind of stuff. Like, a lot is of that, people. Is that when he goes back for yeah. seconds? Is on the <laughs> – that- <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a buffet part too. Like the, the the, there'll be like buffet the second course. <laughs> no, dude, but a lot of people because he goes on tour still. He tours almost year round, and he just was coming recently to the Staples Center. And I was like, one of those things where I was like, I should get tickets. He does Staples? Does Staples? And I was looking like, you know, I get tickets. He does. Out. He does arenas. Yes. I mean, I know he's big. Yes. I don't expect him to see it at a theater, but arenas. Yes. He wow. did Staples, and it was one of those things where I was like, okay, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll wait and get tickets. Tickets are kind of expensive. I'm going to see where I am that month. Went to get tickets that month. It was almost sold out. There were no good seats. I'm surprised wow. you didn't go to that because that's so But I was, I would have had to sit up in the nosebleeds. If I could have bought, like, the, and yeah. the, dude, the front row seats are, like, $250. And you want to uh, see those black panties. Oh, oh I want to yeah, be as close wanna... to him as, like, I want to make sure it's really him uh-huh. and not some look. Like, he also played um, the Pachanga Casino. I was just going to drive really? out, which is this Indian casino yeah. a couple hours from us. Tickets were 100 bucks. I was like, dude, that's great. It sold out in seconds. Seconds. Wow. He's he is a massive draw. That's wild. Um, Women just love him, dude. I he think gets his fuck on. So we got uh, Creed, the new Rocky movie. We've got the new Punchline record. Thrilled. We've got the new R. Kelly record, and there's one I want to throw in there that I think all three of us can agree on. Wild card. The new season of South Park was huh. phenomenal. I am willing to say one of their pound for pound best seasons. Me too. Yeah, definitely. Even and I say it could contend for best. Yeah. I yeah, love season. Yeah, I yeah, liked yeah. how they did the narrative. Me it too. was very different for them, yep. but they did it. Uh, they tackled so many timely Current, topical yeah. things. It was amazing. I mean, from Trump <laughs> to the Republicans <laughs> to the guns to ISIS to the politically yeah, uh, correct culture we live in. PC culture, uh, PC principle to Whole is Foods. amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah, Whole <laughs> Foods. The, I mean, we have that. We talked yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gentrification. And, yeah, the gentrification. I mean, shitty pot town. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I love how they change the pronunciation. She was like shitty pot town sometimes. <laughs> it's so it's incredible. It's amazing. Butters the re- the reality episode. Like, oh my god, genius. how about I mean, the fuck the police where everybody's yeah. smiling and they're playing dude. the NWA song? <laughs> Who said fuck the police? We gotta get to the whole school. Like, oh. PC principal, I just was enamored <laughs> who with that say, character. Who's saying I'm gonna go crush that puss? Oh. Crush that oh. puss. <laughs> oh. We're gonna crush puss. That that episode was one of my. I watched it like ten Me times. Too. I, Me too. My, when they said, "So if you had a chance to go kill Hitler, would you?" and the guy goes, 
I'd kick his ass and then go crush me some puss. I just um, thought that, that that side character, whoever he was, like, <laughs> no, it was, I'd rip that dude apart and go home and crush me some puss. And everybody it's starts cheering. Unbelievable. That Pussy Crusher episode was epic. Um, me too. I had to, I had to po- rewind it several times because I was laughing so hard that I was, and it, the I'll, jokes I'll were so <laughs> fast. So if you mind if I go back in the room and crush your puss. And then put I'm going to need an affirmative yes. Oh, yeah. oh, collects talking, the waivers. Like, like, People have accused me of many things, like being a, a pussy cushion. It's so <laughs> Absolutely the worst things happened to my marriage because now I'm saying that constantly <laughs> to my wife. And uh, clearly there's zero romance in that, Dude, but it's I, fucking funny. I am a PC principal. When they said at the end that he's going to stay on at <laughs> South Park, I was just yeah. in the character. It was such an amazing it's too good season. of a character. So good. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Leslie. <laughs> so it, it, it brought so much life into that show. Oh, Not yeah. that that show was getting stale, no. but... It's oh, man, wow. they really just up um, their game again. Yeah. And the, the sticking with the joke <laughs> of every time Caitlyn Jenner pulls into a car, <laughs> oh, runs somebody over. I loved it. It it was only it only got funnier so every fun. time. It absolutely did. Buckle up, buckle. <laughs> I mean, it's so good, dude. That ep- uh, this season was amazing. I enjoyed yeah. it so much, man. I mean, well. There's some great raves. Uh, I think if you have not tuned in for a couple weeks or since we haven't been here, if you go back and watch South Park, you see Creed, you listen to the new Punchline, you listen to the new R. Kelly, you're digging one of those things. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Solid raves. You'll laugh, you'll cry. But the ultimate rave that we are here to talk about today, basically the crux of this pre-holiday episode, is this. And I'm going to set the scene really quick before should, Kai should takes over. holiday movie? We talk about it a lot. We've talked about it a long time on the air. The new Star Wars, The Force Awakens. I'm not going to go into what it's about or anything like that. We all know. We've all been debating, waiting for it. How's it going to be? Everybody knows that we're Star Wars fans. Everybody knows that we've been looking forward to this. There's past episodes of Fresh Talk about Star Wars. Yeah, more than one. Kai. This has been building for, I mean, the whole time. A a long time. As soon as we knew there was a new movie coming. As we record this, it is the day before... The film is being released worldwide. Correct, Kai? Yes. We are the night before. It's Wednesday the 16th. It is released technically Friday the 18th, but there are early showings tomorrow. Tomorrow night. The whole world is a buzz. It's everywhere. Everywhere you go, commercials, all that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, Now, you say, Chris, why are we going to talk about this when you guys haven't seen it? Stop the presses. Our resident Star Wars Expert. I didn't know presses had brakes. That's awesome. Yes, I, I, I struggled. Buckle modern, up, modern. <laughs> Times are changing. Yes, <laughs> our resident Star Wars expert Kai, whose la- middle name is legally changed to Lando, true. Who bears not one but two Star Wars tattoos, true. Who has spent not hundreds, thousands of dollars in his lifetime on Star Wars merchandise, true. Many of which is now worthless. Very true. Managed to see. The Force Awakens in advance. And I want to preface this by saying that it's not like a lot of people got to see this. To our knowledge, three or four or five screenings of this have occurred. Yes. It's been on complete lockdown all the way. So right now, this podcast, Dan, if you can get this up quick enough, someone could conceivably get, I think he legally can't talk about it yet, but. No, I can as of today. As of today. Kai can give us, without any spoilers, of course, but Kai is going to give us one of the first reviews by a non-critic or a non-actor 
or a non-cast member. Just a dude. Just a dude just who a super loves fan. wars. The other guy was that guy who got to see an advanced screening and fucking died because he had, like, terminal whatever. Yeah. There's you and him. That's <laughs> true. He's dead. Folks, this is all we have in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to turn the floor over to tell us how he was able to see this in secret. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Kai Dotson. Thank you. Thank you. I worked long and hard for this moment. So basically, let me rewind you first of all to a younger, fatter, more naive, with much more hair version of me. Mm-hmm. year was 1999. Mm-hmm. Phantom Menace was about to be released. Mm-hmm. Now, despite what you think of it, you were just as excited as I was because you didn't know. Yes. My best friend at the time, his name is Matt Martin and I. Mm-hmm. His name is Matt Martin and I. Weird name, yeah, but yeah. Very cool, weird name. Cool dude, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like... Matt it, Martin and I. <laughs> and I. We were members. We were two Star Wars nerds fresh out of high school. He was actually just he, oh. that was his last year of high school. I was at one year out, not quite. Yeah. And if, if you're listening to this, real deal shit, real deal hardcore fans, yeah. not fucking fakes, not guys that were into it when they were kids that kind of dug it, maniacs. We hung as out, adults, adult yes. maniacs. Yeah, yeah. You know, eighteen, nineteen year old. We hung out every day, and essentially our lives revolved around Star Wars and music. And we just went from record store to toy store mm-hmm. to comic book shop. So we were members of the Star Wars fan club, of course, and we got a letter in the mail saying, hey, for charity, we are opening up a a certain number of tickets to the premiere of The Phantom Menace, the red carpet, real deal premiere. At the time, the hottest ticket in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So easier to get into the Oval Office than go see the red carpet premiere of Phantom Menace when it came out. Yes. So they were doing a few premieres. This was going to be um, in Los Angeles, and we, it was a, a for charity, minimum donation of five hundred dollars. Woo! Now I am nineteen years old, mm-hmm. maybe even eighteen at the time. Matt is a year younger than me, so we are suddenly realize we have to come up with five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. We bust our asses, save, scrimp, save, sell things we have that are worth money. Do everything we can, and we come up with the $500, and we make our donation. I love that. That's incredible. We get a call. We're planning our tuxes. We're going to get a fucking limo. We're like, I've never been that excited about anything in my life. Two weeks, one or two weeks before the premiere, we get a call saying, we're so sorry. Mm. We've overbooked. Jesus. Mm. We're keeping your money. Your tickets will not be available. And then they, they did have the ball to say, but would you like... But would you like us to keep the donation for the charity? <sighs> Absolutely fucking not. No, I, I'm 19. <laughs> no. Give me my $500 back. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't drink or do anything like that then. So, like, God, it probably just went into Star Wars shit. So, I've been harboring that now for, since 1999. So, we're taking 16 years. Now, tell us what you did do in lieu of not going to the premiere. Because that's even more fantastic than that story. So, what we did is we camped out in front of a movie theater for tickets. Camped out overnight for tickets. Think about that. This was before days of online ticketing. Yeah. Got yeah, our tickets. This is PF, pre-Fandango. Yeah. Camped out again. Well, not, not exactly, but yes. Camped out again f- to go see it and then proceeded to see every showing for the first day. So we saw every showing in, a, in our local theater for the first day, which was like seven in a row. Seven straight. Starting at midnight. Seven straight viewings That's of in- The Phantom Menace. Insane. Then I proceeded to see it 
26 or 27 times in a row. I saw it once every day, that many times, and I saw it 31 times total in a 31 movie. times! At eight bucks a pop. Probably. <clears throat> now, listener, 31 times in a theater. Keep in mind, history holds that movie in very rough regard. Yet, Kai saw this movie 31 times. That's how hardcore the man is about his wars. So, those three movies occur, the prequels that we all know and talk about all the time. Fast forward to now, many years later, as a grown man thinking, I'm never going to see another Star Wars movie again. Agreed. Or be able to ever go to a premiere, at the very least. And just figured that was done with Star Wars. I thought they'd do some TV and some comics, but I didn't think another trilogy like this was going to happen. Then it's announced that it's occurring. Yes. So... At this point, by the time it's announced, best friend Matt Martin has grown up and he works for Lucasfilm. Yes. Once again, listener, these are heavy points to this story. The guy that stayed outside of the theater with Kai all night and then watched seven straight showings got a job working for Lucasfilm. So he spent the last 16 years working his way into the inner sanctum. I'm thinking just so he can get revenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We go off, we tour, you know, we do live our dreams. And then in that, I happen to meet a woman that is now my wife who works in the entertainment industry. Works in the biz. The perifs, but she does work in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. So now all of this is coming up. Is this woman named Carrie Fisher? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Definitely not. So... It comes up now, they're basically being really tight-lipped about the premiere and about any sort of showings. But, you know, we've talked about it before. I have been able to go to actually some pretty decent premieres and some cool things. So I'm thinking, I go to her and I say, if you've done anything for me ever, mm-hmm. you find a way to get into this goddamn premiere. And then, so she reaches out, does her thing, she goes, it's just not looking good. The it's premiere. The like, pre- getting into that again the is premiere. insane. So, just not un. Just ridiculous. Yeah. The only way you're in that is if you're freaking famous or you worked on the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Her, the president of their company couldn't get in. It was that kind of... Wow. And and they, they screened it for 2,000 people at the premiere. The premiere was 2,000 Jesus. What the What theater does 2,000 Man's people? Chinese, but they'd done several screens. It was Man's Chinese, but they, did, they used four screens. Oh, so you weren't necessarily... You weren't necessarily in the theater with, like... The celebrities, I mean, but yeah. but it's also like Patton Oswalt. I mean, all anybody who mm, could. It was sure. a very A list situation, but you still get to walk the red carpet and do all the cool shit. Go to the after party. A plus. That's like the yeah, A plus. It's list. the biggest. Yeah. So realize. There, so then they basically come out and say, "Well, we're also keeping." So, but for those of you that don't know, the way they these movies work, the movies created. Once the final edit is approved and they get it ready and they they get ready to send it out to the theaters and the distributors and everything's final cut. They do a premiere, and they do. They'll usually do an LA one and, and like a London one, sometimes a New York one as well. Star Wars, they're doing LA and London, no New York. Um, but they also, if you're a reviewer and you are someone who writes for the paper, and a movie comes out on Friday, and you need to have your review up, or you're a Siskel, you're an Ebert. Not that those people are alive anymore, but you know, you're Leonard Maltin, you're one of these guys. They do what is called a press screening, which is not the big fanfare of the premiere, but it's another screening very tightly controlled, and you go in and you just get to watch the movie. Yeah, for press. You watch it early, for press. I mean, cats are in there making notes on little notepads. Yeah. But big press. A movie like this, it's big, mega outlet press. Also very hard to get into, but, you know, it's for people that, like, they don't deserve, they don't need to come to the premiere, but they 
the studio feels like, well, you should probably be aware. You should probably see the movie. So, Cav, really side trip. Matt Martin, best friend, got to go to the actual premiere. Uh, wow. Coolest that's so thing. awesome. Wow. Absolute justice. So for he was in absolute justice. And that's a great feel-good story in general that if yeah. you obsess over something enough, you can potentially make it uh, uh, his career, his yeah. livelihood. I mean, to me, I equate it to like, one, you know, when we did something insane, like, you know, a summer sonics one of those it's one of those things where you kind of end up in a position that you've dreamt about your whole life yeah that was his and amazing and so we got to go to the whole thing see the movie first you know man's chinese walk the red carpet go to the after party where everybody's schmoozing you know kick ass but my wife back to the press back to the press screen unbeknownst to me finds out that they're doing four press screenings in two days which is a lot it's it's actually that's not a lot. Most movies do dozens of these, but they do them in different cities. No, most of movies just in L.A. Really? Do a lot, a lot. I mean, usually when they send out the list, because a lot of the times I go see a lot of movies actually with the this, the press screenings, they'll send out a list. And it's like, hey, which of these days and times can you do? Because everybody's schedule is different, mm-hmm. and they do them all around the city. Usually, these are all for two days, four screenings on the Disney lot in Disney Studios. Super tightly controlled. Have to drive onto the lot. Full, you know. She submits name plus one, gets a kickback. Yesterday at seven p.m., her plus one being me. Star Wars Disney. So we drove to Burbank. So when did she find out? On Friday. Okay. Friday night, we're sitting there. You know, just, just. She submitted random hail mary chance to get in, like two weeks to get into this press screening, and thought there was no chance. Yeah. We're sitting down, just just to finish dinner. We're sitting down, and she goes to check her email, and she goes, oh, and she like does a little gas. I'm like, what? And I look over to her computer screen, and I just see the Star Wars Force Awakens logo, and I'm like, <laughs> what? So wow. that's when it came out, and I actually started running around to my house and jumping up and down like wow. I won, like I won the lottery. So you guys I was are in to see in. the press screening, yeah. which occurred on last night. Yeah, last night. Premiere was Monday. Press screenings were yesterday. Tuesday. Day That's off it. Wednesday. Whole world sees it Thursday. Today, Wednesday, is the London premiere. So you basically have 48 hours of fuck everyone I know. Me yeah. and the stars and the dudes at the press screening. This is a big deal. Big this deal. is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. This is Huge to the deal, deal that there are Star Wars podcasts that would probably have you on to discuss what occurred and the event. More than likely. More than likely. Because there were people, a lot of people at her company that tried to get in that got denied. It was a pretty... Well, you know what? You deserve it. I feel like there was some something happening where they knew, they may have not known that... That like, little Kai that was denied that I think so. charity screening all those years ago. So, obviously, a thousand questions come to mind. We have to be very careful yeah. how we talk about this. First, let me I, describe the, the experience. Because it yes, was please, odd. please. So, first... We drive from Santa Monica to Burbank, which is across Los Angeles. Doesn't seem like a crazy thing. It's it's eleven point eight miles from our house to, to Disney Studios. And in LA that takes about seven hours. It took us I, I took a screenshot of the the Waze directions that said your destination is eleven point eight miles away. Estimated time one hour and eight minutes. It's disgusting. Eleven point eight miles, one hour and eight minutes. But we made it. Hmm. We get there, we pull up. We're here for Star Wars. Oh, We're there at about five minutes to six o'clock. Screening starts at seven. Because I want fucking the best seats in the house. I'm not gonna. Hell I'm yeah. not gonna sit up front for this. So we walk in. The guy's like, "Sorry, we're not letting anybody on till six. There's nobody here to check anybody in." So we have to drive around the block. We drive around the block, come back around, and there's a line of cars down the street. <sighs> Crazy. Everybody had the same idea. So we get in. We get in. We're like probably about 
I don't know, 30th in line. By the time we, they let us on, we walk on, they check our credentials, they, they wand us just to get on the studio because now we're on Walt Disney Studios. We could wander around and do anything. Get on, wander down, wait in line, wait in line for an hour, and about half hour into this, the previous screening, because there was two that day, the earlier screening, the, the 4.30 or whatever it was, 4 o'clock, lets out. So all these people are walking by us that had just seen it. And I was just waiting for one of those motherfuckers to say something. Wow. Just, but then I realized, wait, why am I so worried? These are professionals. These aren't yeah, people that are. These aren't nothing. idiots at your local theater. So, but you know, I'm just looking at everybody's. You're face. just waiting for Roger Ebert to the ghost of Roger Ebert to lean in here and be like, "Binks is dead." Yeah. <laughs> and then like, so they basically, um, you know, I'm looking at everybody's face to try and see are people smiling, are yeah, people yeah. talking about it? People seem jazzed, and people are very stoic. And I'm like, mm. hmm, that's odd. Mm. That worries me a little bit. But these are press people. They're, these are press people. Yeah. So I'm not Debbie too much. But, and I'm thinking, and I was going to wear like a Star Wars shirt. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe that's not. I don't know the protocol of this. Like, what do I do? I show up and half the people there are wearing Star Wars. <laughs> nice. Ma- like, people are fucking pumped. Yeah. Um, people are playing the Star Wars theme music out of their phones. It's like, it's like a part. Like, I felt like I was in line for a screening with like the other movies. It was that kind of energy. That's pretty remarkable. We get in. They take our cell phones. Everybody. They take them. Take them. Which is not uncommon. I did that for Harry Potter as well. I, I saw the, uh, yeah, the last two Harry Potter Yeah, 2015, it's something pretty heavy. It's something huge yeah. for them to... The Harry Potters weren't that long you ago. You know what I love about that is no assholes are fucking texting during the movie. No, there was no phone. They they not only take your phones, and this happens at a lot cool of the screenings, hell. but they have guys posted in the corners by the screens with infrared binoculars looking so for people with it. cameras. But they take them. You get a little check. like It's like a coat check. No phones. Um, and then they pat us down and wand us again, and then make us walk through a metal detector just to make sure we're not hiding a phone up our yeah. asshole. And you know, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> which is That's where the scene cuts. <laughs> do, 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 do. You're like shit. Just out the you just phone. see my pee hole glowing, <laughs> like, the, like blinking from the light. <laughs> oh, don't don't worry, it's just my. You scream with pain every time somebody texts you. The like, force is awakening. Shouldn't have put it on vibrate. <laughs> So we get in, we get in our seats, we get super badass seats, we're center, we're, you know, just slightly midway through, we're sitting around all these people that, I mean, the energy is go is mm-hmm. there. Um, starts, you know, lights go down, people start clapping, you know, someone comes on and gives an announcement, starts clapping, Lucasfilm logo comes on, place blows up. Oh, at a press blows screening. Blows up. And I'm like. I love that. That's was, great, that, too. Because cool. uh, remember I told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, we I talked t- about I talked this. briefly on the phone, and Dan and Kokai, I was like, I was, uh, the one thing I was like, are you bummed not to see it with hardcore fans? Because there's that moment when it says Lucas, mm-hmm. and everybody cheers, and I felt bad that you wouldn't get that, because you deserve that. You deserve that energy. But you got, got it. all of it. Got that when the when the Star Wars logo and the is there a chance that that press screening was just a bunch of dudes like you that like worked angles to get there? I mean, there's certainly a chance, but there were some there were people that Mullen, that my wife knew there from you know other professionals, and there were a couple writers and people that are somewhat recognizable. Yeah, so yeah. I think there were certainly a lot of people that came with people that you yeah, know yeah, yeah. but but they they rocked but it. they were they definitely because there were a lot of people that couldn't get guests even a guest wasn't a guaranteed thing i guess mm. she had to fight for a guest because a lot of these they'll say you can come but like we can't because again there's only the theater was not that big it was smaller than your average theater and they're only doing four of them in the whole city of los angeles i mean this that, is already really reminiscent to me what i feel like the betting on baker premiere will be like you know, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> shut down people cheering give me the, your cell phone <laughs> goldie j logo comes on screen Everybody cheers. Everybody you know. cries. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, it starts and everybody and every time you know when it shows, even when it shows like the new characters, like the Droid BB-8 that it's had a little bit of press. Yeah. yeah. You know, people start cheering. It's super cool. So it's it was the, that kind of. I mean, it, the energy was very good. Man, that's cool. That makes me want to see it like opening night, so I don't see it with a bunch of hobos like a week later. You, you know? should. I'm I'm going again tomorrow as well. I have mm. tickets for 7 p.m. tomorrow, which mm. I'm also the. So you also get that experience too. Yeah, and that's this wasn't in 3D. It wasn't IMAX. It was just a normal movie theater. So Kay. tomorrow I'm doing 3D. Okay. And which I'm actually I was kind of bummed at first, and now I'm actually glad because. I got a real feel for the movie. I wasn't distracted by anything. Mm. And I, I didn't... So what would you recommend to Dan and I and to our listeners how to see this, knowing that you haven't seen it in 3D? I, I want mean, it to be as much like the old ones as possible. Then, if, then see it without the... It looked fucking fantastic. It sounded great. I When I bought my tickets when they went on sale initially, I bought for 3D. That's was gonna. I thought that was going to be my initial experience because... 3D looks great now. If you're gonna see a movie like this, I don't want to see 3D. 3D. You do or you don't? I do. I know. It's, everything's made for 3D. Now, I know, right? And no. it's gonna look good. All it's I can think about is when 3D. I saw that Hobbit and that weird technology, and I wanted to keep yeah, it. That was 60 frames. Per Matt second. Martin, who saw it in 3D, said the 3D looked incredible. Okay. See, they're not gonna fuck really that up. They're not. They're not at all. That's kind of this the theme of this movie. In God general. damn, what do I do? Uh, that's what I'm really torn on. This whole time you've been talking, I've been looking for tickets, and they're sparse. Are they really? It's not crazy, but like, you know, for the the big, you know, IMAX-ish theater that we have local here, you know, a lot of the this next week after the premiere is not reserved seating, so you just have to buy your tickets and fucking hope oh. you get a good seat. Like uh, later in the That's week it is. Like you, Christmas Day. Is so fine. when are you going to see it, Dan? Uh, probably sometime next week. I, I Christmas have Day? I have the next 2 weeks off. Christmas Day? Yeah, I'm looking at Christmas Day. Uh-huh. It's going to be a busy day. Very Jew of you. Well, you know, Jacqueline wants to go see Joy. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe a little double feature. Yeah, double feature Christmas Day is pretty yeah, cool. Fuck, what else are we gonna do? I, well, I'm, I'm gonna do a double feature on Christmas Day. I'm as seeing well. the motherfucking hateful. Eight. I'm seeing hateful eight and the Revenant. <laughs> oh, oh no, Revenant's not till January eighth. Uh uh not in LA. Not for guy. So Christmas Day in LA, my friend. Dude, that, that shit looks good. Dude. Yeah, it does. I'm That's gonna, Tom Hardy. Man. I'm literally He's gonna do a western, a western fucking double feature on 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 Ooh. Christmas Day, man. You're welcome to join. That sounds like heaven. Okay, move on. Back to Star Wars. Yeah. So, movie starts, and of course, I mean, I'm. Instantly, I've got goosebumps. I'm not gonna lie, I teared up a couple of times. Oh no, really? Absolutely. I, I awesome. cried. I cried in the Phantom Menace, man. That's like awesome. I just just to have that That's experience. It's the oddly enough, I cried at Creed. Yeah. I like I choked up, dude. Yeah. Like because I just was so happy to see exactly. that that character means yep. so much to me. Me you know? too. Same thing when that sc- crawl was going, and here was the thing that really got me. Oh, does it have a crawl with yellow writing? Of course it does. Oh. They all do. I mean, the cartoons do. The comics have yeah. crawls. When the crawl came up. I realized I don't know the plot of this movie. Wow. I don't know anything about wow. I don't even know the premise, the story. Wow. I know nothing. See, so that crawl was so important to uh-huh. me because I needed to know exactly. And it wasn't like nope. The Phantom Menace where it's setting up something that is a whole new story. This is con- sort this of continuing. This is new. But it's With continuing. Menace, we all knew what we were going to see. We all yeah. knew we were going to see. Little the- kid turning to Darth Vader. Yeah. This we don't even know, and it's this is like a sequel, but in the you know in the future, but it's basically like where is where is the rebellion, where's the empire, what's even happening in the universe at this Hell, point? I always felt about Menace really quick, and I know we can't get d- dive into Menace talk, but I always felt that what that movie lacked, well, about a thousand things, but one thing that it really lacked was there should have been one second, one brief moment, where you saw a little bit of negativity and darkness in that little kid, totally, and it never ever came. Imagine in Menace if there was one scene where. 
he threw a tantrum or yeah. he broke something or he talked back to somebody or he moved something out of anger. They never, ever let the viewer have an ounce of inkling that, wait a minute, there's trouble here. Totally. They did. They And they picked that up later with Hayden Christensen. Right. But, it, but, but it was terrible. It was bad. But they could have done something dark with that little yeah. kid. Just one single thing to let the viewer know there's anger in that kid. Totally. Hatred in that kid. Absolutely. And Back to your experience. So, you know, and I realized, and that's when I get the chills and I get, you know, my, I, like, I, I wasn't bawling, but I definitely, mm. my eyes were welling up and I was like, this is just. Were you wooded um, out? Um, spiritually, yes. Spir- you had spiritual wood? <laughs> Absolutely. Spiritual my, my the best wood, that's the best wood ever. My nipples were hard as fuck. <laughs> I was in a fucking coat. At, you were like lactating, nose. milk done, right yeah. out the titty. Uh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I was, I was as happy. So hot. F- potentially as happy, close to as happy as I've ever been. I mean, it was, it was. That's, that, ha- that's heartwarming to. It was that, that happy, happy that you don't get that often. And it was that kind of happy and excitement and just like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's happening. And and immediately, the because ner- I was kind of nervous. Like, what if this but, sucks, but man? I've been point. there before. Yeah, he, he, Danny stepped out for two seconds, and Lister doesn't know that, so I shouldn't have told him. But he was talking about how the fact that you don't know. This is a story that we don't Nothing. know where it's going to go. True. You have That's no true. fucking how idea. How much joy. And I've stayed away from anything Me too. remotely close to a yeah. spoiler or a review. I saw things online like, meet the new characters. Nope. Don't even want to know. I haven't even watched Fuck the most recent shit. trailers. Yeah, me too. I'm out. Me too. I'm, I am going to see that and just be like, take me there, Calgon. I've watched all the trailers several times. And I'm I know the characters' names, but I don't know much about them because yeah. they, they aren't revealing anything. You could try to spoil it, but all that's gonna happen is you're gonna read a bunch of crazy theories. I mean, yeah. it's it, it you couldn't really have to go that far underground with this because they're not saying shit. We had to you know cite a bunch of things saying basically that we wouldn't talk about this with anybody until today. So we had, you it was had 24 to sign hour. an actual yeah. piece of paper saying initially before we even got the invite, just to just to request it that you would not. So in other words, you wouldn't run online and write a huge yes. blog or film a YouTube video. Or and they have all of our names. So if anything popped up, we're done. Has I mean, anything we would, been spoiled online to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. They also one of the things that said well, nobody's allowed to talk about it post review, do anything, talk about it at all, other than beyond I'm seeing it. But you can't say even I liked it, uh-huh. like you know anything really. Till tomorrow, tomorrow is the first. We t- will till see today, it. today was okay. the end. It was a 24 hour uh, moratorium, 48 from the premiere. But even still, all reviews across the board, even a month from now, no spoilers allowed. None, none in the reviews not allowed how can they stop a reviewer from writing a, uh, an honest they, review they can do it but they already agreed to not do it and so it basically what's going to happen is they're just going to be on the shit list and and get They'll fucked never out get of another, anything yeah. f- and you're you're making the enemy of disney you do not how soon does do that, that go to pirate bay <sighs> i mean it, it would it, get it, shut after, it'll it'll do go. you think it'll get shut down immediately though like is there somebody right now at disney with pirate bay just hitting refresh yeah i mean there's people searching the internet but it will go the date tomorrow when the first showing the happens, actual premiere, yeah, that will then it will go up. Someone's gonna film it because they don't have those dudes scouting the audience. That it, you know, it'll it will go up quickly, yeah. but um, some shitty camera though. But yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a bad rip, and but you know, it, it won't go up early because they were very serious. The most, the only thing, like I said, that has been this serious in my day has been the Harry Potter movies. The last two Harry Potters, I did a similar thing, mm. and. I remember. I remember Kung Pao Enter the Fist being that that type. <laughs> do not spoil. Do not talk about the shoes. Um, okay, so, so 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 I sit through it. I you know it's over. 
I walk out, the credits come on and they look like, you know, and I walk out and I've, I sat on it cause I was like, I, I don't want to make up my mind yet. I really want to replay it. I really want to think about it. I absolutely loved it. Oh, that's good to hear. It is. That is good to hear. Minimum. My third favorite in the entire saga. Minimum. Minimum. Hmm. Like so it right could now, be two? Right now. What's your order? My order right now is Empire, A New Hope, uh, Force Awakens. Wow. I need to see it more. Better I, than I, Jedi? I see it 31 more times. It's, it's better than Jedi. Here's why I like it more than wow. Jedi. Wow. Because it's the thing I like about A New Hope and the thing I like about Empire is they don't have what all the other four have, which is a moment where everything slows down and there's a lull in plot, there's a lull in everything, and it's usually in order to, like, pull a gag. It's the Ewoks in Jedi. It's Tatooine on Phantom Menace. It's when Anakin and um, Padme in, in Attack of the Clones are frolicking around Naboo. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, these these they have these... Parts, you know, and as much as I love Jedi, all of the shit with the Ewoks, I could just, I I like the Ewoks. I'm not anti-Ewok. I'm not one of those dudes, but I just, that, it just drags for me. When I watch it, when they get to end, when Princess Leia is frolicking around with Wicket forever and C-3PO's going off, like, that is just, Mm. it's it drags. That's where I'm watching it late at night. I fall asleep almost every time. This does not have that moment. It is beginning, it's, they made this movie for adults. There's nothing, there's humor, it's funny, I laughed out loud, the whole theater laughed out loud several times, there's some good jokes, there's charm, there's a ton of heart. Is there any sense of darkness? Or is there some dark Hugely stuff? dark. Okay. Hugely dark. Hu- dark. And How's the acting? Acting is great. Does anybody, do we have our little Jake kid that sucks and can't act? There's nobody that ruins it like okay. that, but okay. there is one character... Okay. That abs that really let me down. Okay. And do you, do you guys want to know? Or do you I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. But we should be. Yeah. We'll see. Because we'll have you back yeah, and we'll yeah, talk yeah. about you know. We, which we should. There's one. This is the Kai Awakens, and then we'll have a sequel, the Chris and Dan Awakens. It is honestly. <laughs> I'm still sleeping right now. <laughs> my only complaint, other than the fact that Carrie Fisher's had so much Botox, her upper lip doesn't move. Wow. That freaked me out. It was really hard. But mm. fortunately, she's not in it a ton. Um, but the one God, I want to ask questions, but the questions but are in my head really, turning into spoilers. Really quick, the one th- there's just only I only had one complaint. Okay. In the movie. Yes. That's that's it. I'm not gonna say it. It's what I was talking about. But it's just there's okay. there's one actor that I just thought I just one like character that I just thought was a little bit of a, a, a like an odd. It was just odd. To are me. the bad I'm not guys, gonna say Miss Castor. Are the bad guys solid? The, dude, e- everybody's pretty solid, man. Okay. Like honestly, it's I, I mean, can't believe you see it. You've seen it. And like, the way where I'm sitting here talking to somebody that's seen the thing that everybody on earth wants to see. Like yeah, crazy. I can't really. I mean, I like I went home last night and like sat in bed and I, j- I woke up this morning. Same thing. I was like, I can't fucking like. And all, but the Have weird thing Have you been thinking is, about it a lot the second day? Because that's always a big sign. Okay. Constantly. I, I, I'm almost as excited to see it tomorrow. Because I have so many questions now. I want to, like, there's so many things that I want to Second read. watch is always good. Exactly. Yeah, always yeah it's good. different, but it's always good. And you're not it's always enlightening. This you're so blown away by. And the special effects look so good. Abrams really did a good job Does of making. Does it have the old feel, too, though? The whole thing feels old. Almost all of the effects are practical. Mm-hmm. A couple sideburns Very in the mix and whatnot. Little digital. Totally. Um, uh, Oscar Isaac, who is the. 
actor from he was in um Llewellyn Davis. Mm-hmm. He plays a, a pretty big character in this. He's a good actor. It, great. He's in, he's such an underrated actor. Have, yeah. you, have you seen really quick a most violent year? No, no, I know it, but I've never seen oh, it. Do it, do it. He's an incredible. Did you ever see History of Violence? Yeah, that's fantastic. Movie. Good. Fantastic, great movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Cronenberg, Viggo uh, Mortensen. Um, I saw uh, Inside Llewellyn Davis. You and I talked Inside about that. Inside Llewellyn Davis. Yeah. yeah, I can't say his. Llewellyn Davis. Llewellyn Davis. Llewellyn Davis. Llewellyn. I saw Lou Inside Elvis. Gay porn. I watch it every night. It's great. <laughs> Um, but he's great. At, but they gave him like his hair's a little bigger. He's got a little burns. Like they made it look like. And again, a lot of practical effects. They didn't mm. go overboard with the digital. The planes look. You know, everything looks similar. The stormtroopers, obviously, they look. The costumes look. look ah, I have so many questions, and every time I co- think of one, it's like I would. Be they spoiling use real for costumes for the stormtroopers. None of them are digital. You know, the mm. monsters, the aliens, real costumes. It's not like oh they didn't my jar jar. God, I'm you. You, you honestly. I haven't been as pumped for it as I thought I would be. On I just been distracted or whatever. Until, until, and there's until right now, yeah. until talking to you right now. That's why we got to get this up so our listeners can like get fucking stoked. They Hopefully clearly. It'll be a and here's, no, I'm not. I, that's too much. I think, but it's they clearly sat down with the original movies, and first of all, Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Jedi and Empire, co-wrote this. So that's a huge win there. He knows, but they clearly sat down and watched the 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 original three, and tried to figure out what made them different from the prequels and what people really and listened to people's complaints. Because I'm telling you, this well, movie, this is a movie for the fans. Here's right? one thing I will say: it is the first Star Wars movie I can think of that has blood in it. Wow. There is blood, and there's not wow. just a tiny bit. There are several scenes with blood. And Not like the weird alien blood when uh, Luke cuts the guy's arm blood. off. Blood, red human blood. Wow. And so, and they mm-hmm. those that weren't in the other ones. Even all. when someone's getting shot or tortured or cut with the lightsaber, it's always a clean. Nobody wow. bleeds. And I didn't realize. And you, I'm not spoiling anything because it happens in the opening sequence of the movie. Doesn't. I don't think this is a spoiler. If you think it is, don't answer. Do you miss Vader? It's very difficult for me to think of Star Wars without it's such no you don't you okay. do not okay is his presence at all felt? Don't, answer, don't answer that uh, that's a spoiler don't okay answer. you're right you're right that's okay. too far okay it's too far fuck I'm dying man. yeah I mean <laughs> dude you got I, I me pumped up man I you have me yeah, yeah. pumped up to that, see this yeah that yeah um they uh, is is Vader like what I'll say is that Vader's certainly someone that is talked about because he was the Vader yeah, and the Emperor. He's not forgotten. The obviously. Vader and the Empire are still present because this is you know there's a group that's trying to basically rebuild the Empire. I mean it it would be a lot like after World War Two if there was you know a a group that really tried to restart the Nazi Party, but not just a bunch was, of idiot skinheads, but Berlin. like someone with clearly some money and some resources. I mean that's what's okay. going on. So okay. we're moving into spoilers here. Careful. Well, I saw Bridge of Spies. I know what happens. Anyway, um, but that's I mean the the you don't really miss Vader. They they do a good job with the 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 conflict is good. Wow. 
Um, wow, this is this. Uh, and the blood, the bl- yeah. One thing that's great is it's uh, it's not a spoiler at all because you, I mean, but in the opening sequence, there's a, a small cameo by Max von Sydow, which is just oh, awesome, amazing. Because wow. I mean, how like that dude's at the very end of his life. Yeah, you know, it's cool yeah, to see him go out like they fully ago. Alec Guinness. Just like we're gonna get this guy that's just we love that is respected and just come in and man, that's I, I I'm not kidding when I say this. Like you have me pumped up, and I really haven't been pumped up for it. I've been looking forward to it, but I am officially pumped up. Awesome, dude! Yeah. It's I'm telling you, like I I'm see pumped. people online freaking the fuck out, and I haven't caught that bug. I haven't caught it. And I don't really either. You I got mean, I'm excited, but I'm not. I'm like, pumped to see it again. But I'm, you got I'm, me. I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm pumped to see it again. I really am. And one funny thing that so you you're guys, seeing it against Marnet. Yes, 7 p.m. Got my tickets. One thing that's funny that you guys are going to see. Just this will just save you going on IMDb in your in the theater. There's a very very small part, almost a cameo, and it's the it's the fat beardy guy from Heroes because he's going to come on and it. And I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't do anything. And it was driving me insane because it's it's like probably. Comes in and out for probably about mm. thirty minutes. <laughs> you'll see him and you'll go, "Oh, oh man, I'm really glad." Because I don't think you would have nailed that. Was he the show. puppet master? He's the. It's the guy that was like the human that was the not the hero that was fr- like trying to help him out in Heroes. I mean, uh, did you guys watch? I know you is watched. It, it. Is it the Heroes Reborn or the, the, the original? original? Boy, it's been too long. Yeah, I don't remember that guy. Matter. I guess I will when I see the yeah. movie. He's just an Abrams dude. He's been in everything. He, mm-hmm. he has a small part in everything, but it was just it wow. drove me absolutely insane. Man, so so. Uh, it's good. Abrams tries to make it feel and look like the other one. He doesn't go. He definitely has So it is your his third favorite Star Wars currently. Currently, yes. After one watch. After one watch. On a scale of one to ten, where would you put it? I mean, I, I, I would give it. I think I would give it an eight. <laughs> off out <laughs> of the a, gate. On a scale of one to seven. And that's only because I'm trying not to go crazy. One being Phantom Menace. That's that's eight. A conservative eight. That's me being conservative. Sure. Sure. Because, but it it could grow. I mean, it ever the more I think about it, the more I like it. Actually, I, and I'm not because I'm convincing myself, but the more I just realize, like, God, that was fucking cool. That was cool. Oh, I'm so glad. Like, and that's you realize exactly a little what more. you want out of yeah. a movie. Instead of well, like what with Attack of the Clones, where the more I thought about, it, the more I was like, Fuck. this is one of the better got? Holly uh, Hollywood Christmas seasons I think ever. Yeah. Because for me, Creed. A new Rocky, a new Star Wars. <laughs> what year is and it? A new Tarantino that's a Western, yeah. and I'm I'm pumped on that Reverend. Th- those meets commercials meets. look yeah. great. The Revenant, yeah, the Revenant. Loose. It's kind of a Western. Loose yeah. Western. I love it. Well, Kai, this has been fascinating, and it's been a very difficult conversation again because Dan and I are sort of stuck with what we can talk about because we that's, really don't want to ruin it for the I, listener. I, the last, for God, ourselves, I man. would kill myself. I, the last thing I want to do is spoil anything other than I yeah, just want to tell you that I Stan, honestly really we got to be very it. clear that there are oh, yeah. no spoilers. Oh, yeah. No, we, I haven't given away that. any details. Nothing of plot. I won't. I mean, nothing. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I would never do that because that's just the worst thing. Yeah. I would never forgive somebody that did that to Dude, me. I'm happy for you, man. Are you glad you saw it this way? I'm Are you so glad, glad. You feel like it was special to see it like that? It was. It was you didn't one miss of, waiting in line or anything. I still like did, that or, <laughs> only uh, for an hour. But but uh, the thing is, I don't have to wait in line anymore because tomorrow I bought tickets. Yeah, you I just walk I, in. I bought my seats. Yeah, I don't have to show up early. I have to wait in line. I'm gonna walk in ten minutes in. I'm gonna watch wow. the, the trailers. Probably watch that trailer for that new terrible looking Star Trek and and go about my business. Wow. Did people boo during the Star Trek trailer? They don't do trailers at the screenings, oh, okay, but I'm yeah. sure they're gonna trailer that. But yeah. I already I already watched it. God, it looks terrible. 
Hmm. That's yeah. new Star Trek. I haven't done much for me. I liked the first two actually. I, I, I liked I, the first one a lot. The second one was the okay. Second one was all right. Yeah. yeah. The new one though isn't Agent Abrams has given it up. Well, obviously. he's too busy. And it's it's the Fast and the Furious director dude. It oh. looks just it looks just horrible. Looks just horrible, dude. It looks is really the bad. is the lead actor gonna die in a car crash? He'll probably no. dry, uh, die in a space crash, <laughs> <laughs> driving his spacecraft too oh. fast. Well, Kai, this Mrs. has been. T- thank you for joining us and sharing. My pleasure. This with you. I mean, and to get it so yeah. fresh is cool. Yeah. You, we're not getting this a week later. The like, day this after. Is it was perfect. When I mean, because we'd already talked about doing a podcast anyway, and when right. we when they, I found out this was happening Tuesday, I was like, well, yeah, that could yeah be we need to time. get this up simply because we may get a bunch of new listeners if we tweet this outright and say we talked to a guy who's seen Star Wars. No spoilers. There's going to be hardcore Star Wars fans no. who probably will. It's not going to go up before the movie release. Oh, that's a bummer. Because John's not here to give me the files to upload it. Oh, God damn it. The one time, up the one time we do a time-sensitive podcast. Damn you, Sweden. Unbelievable. We'll, well, get, it, we'll get it. Well, folks, I, I'm pumped. If this has done anything for you, hopefully it's to get you super excited Graham, about put your dick away. the new Star Wars. And I hope everybody else really enjoys it. I think this is going to... Rein, reinvigorate. Oh I know, I, I, but what what's funny is I feel like people have already forgotten sort of the prequels with this. They've done such a good job at marketing it uh-huh. that people are are. I don't feel the skepticism I did even for like episode three. Yeah, so I like what I like about this. In, in they've done a good job of, of distancing themselves. Prequels. From that. I like how they brought some of the people back, and that brings you any way you cut it, it brings you back into the world of the original yep. three. Whereas those other ones, you're like, man, it's kind of a bummer not seeing Han or yeah. Leia or Luke. I mean, even even as a dumb cameo, you almost want to see it. To I mean, that it. first teaser trailer was literally like. We've got X-wing, we've got lightsaber, we've got Han Solo, we've got Chewbacca, it's everything. <laughs> yeah, we've we've got Princess Leia. That's all you need to oh know. My God, you get to see Chewbacca again. Yeah, <laughs> Chewie and Han, man, they're inseparable. <laughs> well, he was actually in. Well, they went to the Wookiee planet. I don't know. He was in. Actually, it. He was. In he was. Yeah. He, yeah, he was. He was there. He was a small part. He was in the general in the prequel, but yeah. it's not the same. Like it's not the same as him standing with Han. You know, yeah. being being on and doing like just God, just man. being friends like and i'm thinking about watching all three of them before i see I still, it i still have to like maybe tonight i'll just pop on a new hope and just take it on yeah i, I haven't yet embarked upon the machete cut with with jacqueline who has still not seen any of them so this man, is what i have to get through before we go to see the yeah. new one you have to and she would be lost if she walked in. Oh, God. Here's why would she? She wouldn't care at all. Here's one thing I will say that is not a spoiler, but there are some some plot twists for sure that are go- going to hit the internet once tomorrow when this comes mm. out. There's I, if, I, if you guys really want to be spoiler free, I would stay off the internet until you see it because there are definitely things people are going to say. Because mm. mm. there's already been a shitload of theories out, you know, yeah. that people are kind of spoiling. So, what this people are going to basically. You know how assholes are, man. Yeah. And there's there's a like just a couple of plot twists you that I think I think are. you're gonna want to experience them for the first time. Mm. Wow. Well, I'm even pumped, if you don't man. know what it means when you read it, as soon as you get into the movie, you know you'd I think you'd you'd be like, oh shit. No. Now that well, sentence makes sense. Kai, thank you for joining us. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Will you come back once Dan and I have seen it so we can Absolutely. actually talk about it? And I, I would love to. All the listeners at that point, and then we can have a lot of fun because yeah. we can really get into it. Because if you don't see this in the next two weeks, listener, go fuck yourself. Agreed.
Yeah. 100%. So, and, and hopefully enjoy it when you do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fucking of yourself <laughs> yeah. or the film. Whatever Either. Or both. First. Yeah. Or, or fuck both. yourself during the film like I did. And yeah. everybody's stoked. Everybody's you know? happy. Man. Yeah. I but definitely, definitely was. There was a part of me that's like, man, I really wish I could jerk off here. <laughs> I, I, just, I just felt like as soon as I start that guy with the infrareds with the Hogan yeah. on, on me and you almost, you see my arm jerking. It's <laughs> funny. He's looking for phones. He just sees also, some, <laughs> he sees some dude jerking. <laughs> then I saw that Botox lip and I was yeah. like, oh. You would be attending the press ham screening, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the pressed ham screening. Yeah. Guy just On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Hey, Dan, we're going to be doing a, maybe a year wrap-up show, our favorite things of the year. Yeah. Next week. Sure. Maybe we get that down. Yeah, we can do that. You know, our picks, picks, all that kind of stuff. Um, folks, uh, my name is Chris. You can follow my adventures on Twitter at Army of Freshmen. Dan, where can they find you? I'm at SpooniDX on Twitter, but I never tweet. He's not a big tweeter. Not Kai, anymore. where can they find you? Uh, I'm at Obi Wan Kenobi on most of the socials. Okay, okay. It gets a little hairy when I drink. I know we talked about that, but sometimes my <laughs> yeah. sometimes my twitters go there too. Oh, they get fun. <laughs> they yeah. get fun. And uh, you had a real funny one the other night that I didn't know whether to like favorite or retweet. You know how sometimes there's the yeah. favorite retweet yeah. option. You're like, I don't know if I want my peeps to see this because <laughs> it's somebody's dick, but I love it. Okay, moving on. Dan, where can people <laughs> find us? I did not tweet a picture of my dick. No, maybe no, I no did. I'm not implying that you did, but other people do, and I'm like, it's a nice dick, and what do I do? You know, uh, people tweet their dicks. I, this happens. This is what Snapchat is for. Yeah, it's me. So the kids tell me it's called a meat tweet. Come on, get with it. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be ahead of you guys when it comes to the socials. Is that on meter? Um, hashtag meat tweet. <laughs> At army of freshmen. Hashtag meat tweet. Me- send send, send the in army. your dick pics. <laughs> Meet hashtag meet tweet. That's awesome, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um. And Dan, where can people find us? Where can they spread the word? They can spread the word at facebook.com slash fresh talk podcast. That's where we do most of our communiques. Uh, at fresh talk pod on the Twitter, fresh talk podcast.com has all of this information. And we don't post much either unless something's happening. But do, if you do, we still are doing live recordings when we do them, not an archive. So if you'd like to be present, we're going to try. I don't know about you. My schedule's opened up for the next couple of weeks, so we could do them at a more reasonable time for oh, people around, cool. around the world to actually yeah, participate. Yeah, we could probably maybe stockpile one or two since you're yeah, going to be off yeah, the yeah, yeah. we got to get our interviews back cooking. Yeah. I have multiple people. Like, literally, I met somebody today. I'm like, God, that'd be a great fresh talk guest or interview. So I think that should be our goal. However we pull it off, in starting in 2016, sure. we, we need to get our system up so we can start having some guests and some call-ins. You know, we got a lot of people built up. I can't believe it's 2016 almost. Yeah. That's crazy. Fuck. I, can't believe I felt like this was a weird year. Mm-hmm. Anybody? It's a fast one. It was good, though. I felt like... It was a good year. Felt I like enjoyed it. I, I felt like, personally, this was a very good year. For, like, I, had, I enjoyed... I felt like little conflict and like people's... Uh, like, even though everywhere people were going crazy, I felt like the people around me were actually people were being very positive. Yeah. Good. That's really good. That's good to hear. Isn't it weird how, like, depending on what happened to you in a year, it totally sets the whole year 100%. up? Like, everybody could be having an awesome year, but if you were fill in the blank in some terrible tragedy like San Bernardino yeah. you're like oh yeah oh. it was only the worst year that's ever existed in my whole life and probably that ever will yeah exactly yeah. that's some heavy it's shit relative yeah yeah that is well ladies and gentlemen we hope you enjoy The Force Awakens we hope this was pumping you up for it and uh, clearly I don't think we ruined a single thing no I don't think so yeah and nope. we will return with our uh, year wrap up and also another visit from Kai to discuss the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Yes, a little more in depth because we'll have seen it at that point. Yes. I'm very interested to see if I pick up on the guy 
that you were disappointed with the acting. Yeah, I definitely want or the character. I, I, yeah, there may be a guy. I, maybe I was going to say actually, know. it's you just 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 watch it. Just watch it. I'm and interested we'll talk. to see if it jumps out and says, "There it is." Yeah, that's the guy. I think there's for me there was one moment. So I think maybe there'll be there'll be uh, like well, not one moment is the wrong way to say, it, but there's one particular scene where I feel like you're going to be like, hmm, hmm. that could have been better. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt after the entire Phantom. But Menace. again, it <laughs> did not. It did not ruin. It was not like a Hayden Christensen, Jake Lloyd, like just uh. what in the motherfuck situation. It was not that at all. It was just one of those things. Where like, well, if I have to have some criticism, that's my criticism. I mean, at least the Phantom Menace had Darth Maul in it. Yeah. That was badass. There was a badass lightsaber battle. Yeah. Yep. That and that, that, was that it, lightsaber battle, to be honest, is one of my favorite in the entire saga. It's an amazing fight. Yeah. yeah I, I um found a podcast that I really enjoyed. Uh, two guys talking about movies. You know, some random movie podcasts. And they do a lot of offbeat, weird like B movies. But they did the Star Wars movies. Fascinating podcast. Just talking about the prequels and yeah, good stuff to listen to. But it was interesting to hear them talk about menace. You know, it was cool to hear like you know. It's, it's a, yeah. it's Everybody's a, like, if you could take Darth Maul, and yeah, I mean that's one of to me one of the biggest downfalls of the entire prequel trilogy was killing Darth Maul off in that first one. That guy should he he was so badass he should have yeah. been the villain throughout all three of those. I think you're absolutely right. It was too good of a character to just yeah. yeah. And then they bring in Count Dooku. This yeah. old man, not nearly as exciting. Yeah, it was like having two. A- at least let Darth Maul be. You know, the apprentice to Count Dooku. Totally. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's what Dooku was more like an Obi Wan yeah. or a, or like the Emperor. I mean, he was just too old and like classical. He, yeah, he got just, a lot he of, he got too many villains. Instead of building yeah. his wrath of violence, it should have been the showdown, should have been Obi Wan and and Darth Maul and the final third. Yeah. As opposed to Grievous, who I like, but it was. Totally. Know. And that was like, especially because how much more would, like, how much more hatred would Obi Wan have built up? You know, after killing his master, instead of just like instant revenge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right, Kai, you want to send us out? Cutie bossa nova.